Hello and welcome to the Creating Happy Writers podcast. It is the last episode of the year of 2023 and I'm so delighted that you are joining me for this very special year in review episode. This podcast is for non-fiction writers, so people who are mainly coaches, consultants, business owners who want to write books in their niche and they're looking for support on the whole process from writing it all the way through to publication. So if that's you, you're definitely, definitely in the right place. And before I go into today's episode, I just want to draw your attention to a couple of things that might help you. Firstly, my freebie, which is on my website, stephcaswell.com. And it's a planning guide, a free planning guide to help you plan your book so that you are starting off your writing journey in the best way possible. The second thing is my book, Dare to Write, my latest book, which is all about how to write a book. (laughs) But luckily for you, it's all about how to write a non-fiction book in your niche so that you're able to grow your business because I do believe that a book is a fantastic way to level up your business, to get to the next stage where people are thinking of you as a thought leader and an expert in your niche. So if you're looking for that, Head on over to Amazon, Dare to Write, and you can start 2024 with a plan and a step-by-step guide to help you along the way. But it is now time to get on with today's episode. And I haven't done one of these before, mainly because it's my first time having an end of year to my podcast, an end of calendar year, because as a former teacher, I often find myself going by Uh, academic year still so I have to remind myself that the end of the year uh, I mean the calendar year and it is now November 2023 and I thought it was a perfect opportunity to reflect on my writing year and to share with you the highs the lows what I've learned and what I'm going to be taking forward into 2024 because I think that we don't often sit back and truly reflect on what's gone on and what we can learn and take with us as we go forward and what actually we might want to leave behind. So that's what this episode is all about. It's a review and reflection of my writing year. So you are so welcome to uh, go on this journey with me as I reflect. So my year started in January with the Business Book Awards and it was the shortlisting um, in the December and so January I found out uh, whether I'd been shortlisted and I had been shortlisted and it was a moment of real joy to be shortlisted in a book award because it's one of those things that when you're a writer you don't often get sort of feedback like that very often. You get it from your readers, yes, obviously. You get it from editors, but to get it from a judging panel was something that I felt really, really excited about. And I know it's not all about awards, it's not all about accolades, but sometimes, especially when you're a few books in, you think to yourself, what am I doing in terms of how is this actually going for me professionally? Is this something that I am doing in a way that I feel proud of, um, that other people feel is resonating? So that shortlist thing was superb. Uh, the 
wards themselves were in May and I went along to Wembley, uh, not the stadium, as I had to keep telling everybody when they asked me where it was being held, um, but in a small conference centre right next to the stadium in Wembley Way. And I really found the whole thing just incredible. Uh, the only slight caveat being that my husband, who was my plus one, was my guest. He had unfortunately uh, had a back injury. So he was not 100%. So I was very aware of his discomfort. But um, we made it there. We we got to uh, the awards. And it was just so exciting to be somebody who'd been nominated, getting my photo taken with my book, seeing my book uh, on the display table with all the other ones. And what I think was nice for me as an independent author was that I was in amongst traditionally published authors too. And that's not something that you often get with uh, when you're independently published. You don't often get the opportunity to mingle with those people who have been traditionally published by a publishing house. And it was just so exciting to see my book up there. And the awards themselves, I didn't win my category. I was in the sales and marketing category, which was not the category I entered actually, um, but it was the category that the judging panel felt I should be in. Uh, I'd gone into for a specialist book uh, because it was quite a niche topic, as you can understand. It was a book about writing a book, so very meta, as someone said to me on the night. Uh, but I thought that I was was better suited to, to a specialist book. But actually, in hindsight, it was a good category for me to be in because it made me reevaluate kind of the message that I'm putting out there about writing and how it can help with marketing and growing your business. So a good call by the uh, judging panel. And it was a bittersweet moment, really, I suppose, because I felt really proud to have been there. And it was a, a strange experience to be nominated. I've never been nominated for anything uh, before. I've never been shortlisted for anything before. So it really was a new experience for me. And I was very sort of understanding, you know, as obviously as to who won. I wasn't sort of Joey and friends looking furious, um, but I felt quite flat afterwards and quite flat for maybe a week or two, which was weird uh, because I'm not somebody who usually feels uh, particularly let down by things. I, I've worked really hard on my mindset and I felt as though my reaction was actually quite different for me uh, because I was expecting to be like, oh, okay, and I wasn't expecting to win. And I think, but there's always that hope, isn't there? There's always that hope that possibly it could be you. And um, so, yeah, there was a lesson there that I feel I will take with me around expectations, but also about being kind to myself and just being proud of the fact that I had been nominated and shortlisted. And yeah, that's, that's the thing I need to take from this is that I was able to, as only one of a very few number of independent authors, be um, in the room with some of the big guns. So yeah, that's what I'm going to take from it and not to beat myself up about things and to remind myself that the industry is a strange beast. It's very skewed still, I think, to traditionally published authors and the kudos that goes with that. And maybe it's going to change. I don't know. Uh, but when I looked back on the years previous for the book awards, the business book awards, I did notice that there were not many 
independent authors or self-published authors who were winning their categories. I think in the last three years, I could count on one hand how many had actually won their category. So it's great to be shortlisted. It's great to be seen amongst your peers and amongst the traditionally published peers. But I still believe that there is some sort of a gap between the self-publishing world and the traditionally publishing world. Whether that will ever close, I don't know. I don't think it probably will. But great to be in the mix. Um, and it did make me think, do you know what? I wonder whether there's room for an independent book awards, something to do with maybe business books, or I don't know whether I want to investigate doing that and, and trying to put something together. But that is a big, that's a big thing. So it definitely won't be 2024. But what I feel like I'm going to take from this is just to be kind to myself, to feel proud of myself, and to put myself forward for things more often, um, just to sort of see how my books are landing, whether people are enjoying them in loads of different ways. So that's what I'm going to take from that experience. Another great thing to have come out of 2023 is this podcast. Uh, um, I've thought for a long time about having a writing podcast. I've thought a long time about just having a podcast. And in 2015, I did have a teaching podcast um, for newly qualified teachers because it went with my series of books that I'd written. And at the time, podcasting wasn't so mainstream as it is now. And I would think to myself, hmm, if I just carried that on, I wonder what uh, level that would be at now. But I didn't. <laughs> and I'm here instead doing this podcast for you. Uh, and it's actually something I feel so much more passionate about. And the thing I've loved about it is it's enabled me to reach new people in different ways. But it's also allowed me to meet authors and to talk to authors about their processes and their books and their topics in a way that I wouldn't normally be able to. I've done a few Instagram lives with people before, but actually I realise how much I do enjoy this medium. And it's interesting as a writer that I enjoy talking as much as I do. <laughs> I think my husband would probably say that he's not entirely surprised, um, but it is something I've really loved and I started in March and it's still going and I've got so many more guests lined up for 2024 and so many more solo episodes for 2024 that are going to help you with your writing journey so that has been a big success story for me just personally just something actually I enjoy I love sitting here with the mic I love talking to you about your books and the process and the mindset and the habits and the publishing and everything that's to do with writing a book in your niche is such a joy for me. And so, yes, definitely more in 2024 of the podcast. And if you have any suggestions for topics that you want to hear about or guests that you'd love me to talk to, then do get in touch and let me know. 2023 has been a year that I have not published a book. And that's something that I feel surprised that but not entirely worried about because I think that publishing a book is a big chunk of your time your headspace and actually I've spent 2023 building my business working with some incredible female authors on their books and I realized that I can't do both um and do them well. So I wanted to use 2023 as a growth for my business period of time. However, saying that, 
uh, being a writer, and I'm sure if you are writing or you've written a book, you know that the ideas are always circulating. They're never just, you know, put down completely. And so in September, I decided I was going to start my cosy crime series. Um, and I've not written cosy crime. I've not written adult fiction before. I don't know whether you've listened to the podcast. You know that I have written for children, but I have not written adult fiction and I've never written mystery. And mystery is challenging because there are so many things that, uh, that have to go into a mystery book. The clues, the red herrings, the characters, the suspects, the murder itself. And I have been telling so many people that I've been using ChatGPT, which I will come on to in a little while, but I've been using it to do research around poisoning people. And I did think to myself as I was typing it in, I wonder whether at some point, if anyone searched my Google history, um, how alarmed they may be by some of my searches and me asking how quickly a poison can take effect. Um, so yeah, that's been interesting, but it's really been a lesson for me because I've written nonfiction. I love writing nonfiction. It is my passion, but I've always been in the back of my mind wanting to write a mystery because I love watching. I love watching crime drama. I love watching cozy crime. Um, and I always have, you know, when I was at university, I used to watch Murder, She Wrote and Columbo <laughs> and um, Diagnosis Murder, some of the classics um, from 20 odd years ago. And it's all has always been a comfort to me, which sounds bizarre, but it has always been a, a cozy like the, like the genre suggests, little comfort that I like to do sometimes at lunchtime or in an afternoon in the holidays. I might just throw on some cozy crime uh, a bit of Death in Paradise, something like that. And I love reading it. I'm a huge fan of Richard Osman. I'm a huge fan of um, Robert Thorogood, who wrote uh, Death in Paradise, and he's written the Marlowe Murder Club series. So I, I've i always read it, watched it, and and enjoyed it. So I thought I'd give it a bash myself. And what it's taught me is writing fiction is hard, which I did know from writing my children's books, but it's it's really brought that home to me that I am a beginner in this. Even though I've studied writing, I've written children's books, I've, I've done the Golden Egg Academy course, so I understand story, I've read all the books, um, but writing something in a new genre that is a particular, it has to be done a particular way, doesn't it? And that's been hard. And it's really caused me to really have to just put aside my dislike of feeling stuck uh, because A, it's great because it, it reminds me of what it's like to write for the first time, which is helpful for me when I work with authors. But also it is a good opportunity to remind myself that I need to keep learning. I need to keep pushing myself. And what's come out of this is more so than ever is this 30 minutes a day thing, which if you follow me on Instagram, you will know I'm a huge fan of 30 minutes a day writing. I think little and often is the answer to getting your book written. I feel that if you wait and do try and do three hours on a Sunday, it's less likely that you're going to stick to that solidly than if you just chuck in a 30 minute writing sprint first thing in the morning and you get it done and then you get on with the rest of your day. And that is how I view it. I view writing as work. I always have done because it is work. It's hard work. And when I'm writing nonfiction, it's 
part of my job um, because the next couple of non-fiction books that I have planned are still for writers. So it's part of growing my business. Fiction, not so much, but I am absolutely determined to get a cosy crime series out there and I just have to keep soldiering on. I have to keep pushing myself. I have to go and lean into the discomfort, which is hard and... It's something that is teaching me to just be a little bit more resilient, to be kind to myself, to write as much as I can in those 30 minutes and then get on with my day and not dwell on it and to embrace, as I tell my authors to, the shitty first draft. And this draft is is shitty. I'm not going to lie to you, but I know that I have to have something to work with. So I'm just putting down what I can and then I know gleefully that I will be able to go back and edit and improve and shape it to what it needs to be. So it's been a lesson and I am determined 2024 is going to be the year that that first cosy crime book is published. So watch this space. And as you just uh, heard, I will be doing two more nonfiction books next year too. Nonfiction takes me less time to write because I understand structure now of nonfiction and I'm very confident in my structure and how I write them. And because I write nonfiction all day, every day in different ways, it doesn't feel as an onerous as a task as the fiction does. So one cozy crime coming your way in 2024 and one or two, I'm hoping actually nonfiction books for you. And yeah, I can't wait to share that with you as a journey, but also to take on this, this idea of the, I'm going to continue 30 minutes a day and I'm also just going to lean into the discomfort and just embrace it for what it is. I'm learning and mistakes will be made, but that is part of the learning process, right? So ah, wish me luck. Another great event that I went to in June of 2023 was the self-publishing show. And I spent two days there and it honestly was the most inspiring two days I think I've spent at any kind of writing conference for a very long time. When I was a deputy head, I went to Winchester Writing Conference, which again was fantastic, loads of great workshops, and I really got a lot from it. I also sat next to Orlando Bloom's mum, so that was a weird uh, a weird day, <laughs> but that was probably 10 years ago, I would say. And so going to the self-publishing show, it was in London, and it was a two-day event, and I went with my wonderful editor, Jessica Brown, who uh, has been a guest on this podcast only last week. And it was just a marvellous, marvellous experience and really brought home to me the power of self-publishing. And the guys that put it on uh, are the people who run uh, the self-publishing uh, podcast. They are just, I think it's self-publishing formula, actually, um, that a podcast and Mark Dawson is one of the guys he's an author and he was traditionally published I think over 10 years ago maybe 15 years ago by one of the big five and he just had terrible sales he just couldn't shift them which is a very common problem for traditionally published authors unless you are the really big names and he decided he wasn't going to just carry on with it he was going to do self-publishing instead and he's now sold five million books uh, which is just incredible and so he's been teaching everyone how to do this and it's been such a it was such a 
interesting couple of days. We heard from loads of panels, learned about AI, learned about um, the success of people self-publishing. Jess and I were just blown away by the success stories of different self-published authors, people that have just obviously made their living and the rest by publishing um, independently. And it's a business and that was driven home to us and that you have to view, if you want to be a full-time author, which is my goal ultimately, then you have to view it as a business and you have to invest in ads and you have to invest in marketing and, and sales and learning the business side, which I kind of feel very happy about because obviously I've been learning all of that stuff, being a small business owner, uh, for the last few years so I feel like it's going to be a good marriage when uh, that eventually happens and I felt really inspired to pursue a self-publishing route for my cozy crime as well as my non-fiction and yeah just listening to people who were saying how, that they make their living from their writing and that one guy I think Jess overheard somebody saying he's managed to retire his wife um, early through his book sales. I mean, just incredible, incredible. And I cannot wait for the next one, which is next year, next summer. So if you are interested in coming along, do check out Self-Publishing Formula. They've got a podcast, they've got loads of free stuff, but they do put on this annual event and I'm already excited about next year. Couple of bits left on my yearly reflections. One is using AI, which actually has been the second most downloaded episode of this podcast when I did one about using AI to write your book. And I've been using it quite a lot this year. I've been using mainly ChatGPT only because I haven't had the time or the headspace to investigate many of the others. Although I do know other people who recommend other types of AI but I'm just staying with ChatGPT for the moment until I've got the time to look at what else is out there. But the thing that I found it super useful for is around book research when it comes to my cozy crime. Like I said, I've been researching how to poison people uh, and the different plants that people can be poisoned with and the, how quickly they take effect. And you can obviously use Google for these sorts of searches, but I just find that ChatGPT comes up with these more specific answers. And as I said in that podcast episode, the more specific you can be with your prompts into AI, the better your answers. And that really has been something that I've learned this year and I continue to learn and refine because it's something that we're obviously all going to have to continue to learn about in order to use it in the right way and I've obviously aired my views around people who just copy and paste from AI and put it into a book and publish it on the same day makes me angry but it's just the nature of the beast people see it as a very quick fix to something and okay if that's their route then they have to live with um, you know that as their as their way of doing it um, but it has been super helpful. It's also been super helpful when it comes to um, structuring my my own stuff, when I've been using it for blurbs or I've been using it for copy for, you know, um, inspiring me to write Instagram captions and things like that. Just really, really helpful. I never copy and paste because it's so terribly obvious when it's AI, but just to use it as a starting point has been incredible. And as I said in the podcast episode about AI, I have been learning a lot from Helen Perry, who's on Instagram. She has been doing loads of workshops around it, around how to use ChatGPT. And her the thing that stuck with me was using it as an assistant and asking it for spell checking and asking it to make things more concise. And it's just been incredible uh, when it comes to helping me with my day-to-day -day business stuff, but also for my writing. So I look forward to 
learning more and more about it in 2024 and I'm hoping to run my own workshop on how to use it for writing your business book uh, in order to help you but I will need to do a little bit more learning myself before I do that but do look out for that next year because it is coming. The last thing I want to talk about in my yearly review of my writing is a little bit more business-based than actual writing based but it is still linked because as you know uh, I work with authors to write their books and I support them to plan them to structure them to write them because some authors that I work with see me on a monthly basis and I give them that support and feedback on their writing in the mentoring capacity and I've just got to reflect on the fact that I have absolutely loved helping people to write their books this year it has been the best experience because I've helped more people than ever before more women which is my bag as you well know getting more female writers out there and I'm just just so thrilled with the people who've published the people who are about to publish the people that I've done manuscript reviews for the people I've helped with launch ideas it's just been exceptional and I feel very grateful that I've been able to help people. It's something that if I could do for the rest of my life in one capacity or another, I absolutely will be doing that. And earlier in the podcast, I said to you that I want to be a full-time writer and I do. I want to earn the majority of my money from my books. I feel really strongly about that. But there's still going to be a place for working with people, running workshops, you know, maybe doing a retreat. Um, so next year, 2024, you will find that I will be doing even more working with writers, but also I will be putting a retreat on, whether it's just a day retreat next year to start small so I don't shit my pants. Um, and then potentially looking for maybe doing a weekend retreat in the following year and even maybe a Monday to Friday in the years ahead because I know the power of coming together and giving focused time on your book uh, away from distractions and with someone there to help you. So do look for some retreat news in 2024. Do keep looking for ways to work with me. I'll be talking about them all the time on social media. So if you're not following me yet, come and follow me and you will find out more and more about what I'm going to be doing. I've got an incredible group program starting in January for business owners who are wanting to write books in their niche, so coaches, consultants, etc. So if you are looking to start and to write that book in 2024, do come and join us in January for a 12-week program because it's going to be so fantastic to do it as part of a group. And yeah, just can't wait to do more of it next year. Thank you so much for listening to my year in writing. Uh, I have learned loads this year and I'm always looking to learn and grow. I'm a lifelong learner. I am very passionate about doing that for the rest of my life because I feel that when you've got things you're working on consistently, whether it's in business, in life, it, it doesn't matter. I think as long as you've got a little project or two going on, uh, it brings so much joy to life and that's why I'm going to carry on with the podcast get a couple of books out get that bloody cozy crime book out I tell you if that's the last thing I do next year um, and just continue to work with incredible incredible women on their books and I can't wait so I hope you have had a successful 2023 in whatever capacity that looks like and I look forward to talking with you and getting to know you more in 2024 see you next time <laughs>